My mother's name is Ali. My mother, she was 98 when we set forth on the boat. It was a small boat. My mother was 98 when we left Malaysia. We were without any GPS or crew. We had only the clothes we were wearing. Oh, and we, we had our cards, our UNHCR refugee cards, and a map, a map of where we were heading. I am told that my mother made unreported history when she arrived at Christmas Island in May last year at 98, the oldest asylum seeker to attempt to come to Australia. We had no people smuggler involved in our journey. There was no middleman organising our travel for profit. We had spent more than 20 years as a stateless people eking out an existence in Malaysia. We were not allowed to work legally. We had no education rights. For my children, there was no schooling, no future. So we pulled our meagre resources and we bought a boat and we headed off. We were hoping for Australia or New Zealand. We cast out. My mother, her name is Hagar, she was very young when she fell pregnant. My father already had a wife before her and she was a jealous one, fearful. My mother was very young when we were cast out. She tells me the story and it sings within me of how the water in the skin was gone and of how she cast me under one of the bushes and of how she went and sat down opposite me and of how she said, do not let me look on the death of the child and of how she wept. And then God heard my voice and the angel of God called to my mother and said, do not be afraid for God has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Come, lift up the boy, hold him fast with your hand for I will make a great nation out of him. My mother was very young when she almost lost me, when she was cast out, when the angel breathed my name to her. Ishmael. My mother, my mother Ali, she comes, we, we come from the Rohingya people. We had fled Burma and we are described by the United Nations as one of the world's most persecuted peoples. At, at one point in our long desert time, some of our family members were offered resettlement in the United States, but we declined it because it would have meant leaving Ali behind in Kuala Lumpur. My brother said, if my mother is not going, my family is not going, we are not going to America. My mother, your mother, our mother, in the desert on the boat behind bars, crying out to God. Today's story is about many things, ethics and morality, slavery and disposable people, black and white, Judaism and Islam, betrayal and redemption, in our current climate, in Australia, the theme which rings the loudest is the first, the question of ethics. This week and next week in our lectionary stories, Abraham is put to the test. Both times he is asked to sacrifice a child. This week the child is his firstborn, Ishmael, and the demand to sacrifice comes from Sarah. And next week the demand comes from God. And Abraham is told to sacrifice his secondborn, Sarah's son, Isaac. There are two clear interpretations of Abraham's response to these requests. 
The first, more well-known of these responses, is that Abraham has such faith in and obedience to the God that he calls his own, that despite his own grief, he does as he is told and then God rewards him by saving his sons. The second, less well-known and more controversial perspective, tells us that in fulfilling these requests to murder his children, or at least by attempting to, Abraham has failed God's test by showing no moral courage and by instead being a company yes-man to a boss who is making an unethical demand. Or in other words, God wanted Abraham to say no. No to both him and Sarah, but instead Abraham kowtowed to authority and attempted the deed of murder of child, kowtowing to authority, moral failure, letting ourselves and God down by being company yes-men for unethical demands. Some might argue that contemporary Australia has a lot in common with our patriarch from long ago. But not the whole of Australia. Back in May, a number of major church leaders were arrested after conducting a three-hour prayer vigil for asylum seekers in the Sydney office of Prime Minister Tony Abbott. The clergy, including a Catholic priest and ministers of the Uniting Baptist and Metropolitan Community Churches, want the Abbott government to release the 1,023 children currently in immigration detention. The most senior churchman arrested, the Reverend Dr Brian Brown, moderator of the Uniting Church in New South Wales and the ACT, said the clerics were taking a moral stand. It's Refugee Sunday. There's a march on this afternoon. Yes, another march. Ali and her family, despite being recognised as being amongst the world's most persecuted people, despite being stateless for 20 years, despite it all, are still on temporary protection visas and could be sent back to Malaysia or Burma at any time. An angel sent by God rescued Ishmael and his mother. Who will rescue Ali and her sons? <laughs>